Welcome to the Arts and Antique Radio Show, where your host, nationally recognized certified appraiser Elizabeth Stewart, Santa Barbara's treasure sleuth, will help you put a value on the treasures in your own home. Every time it rains, it rains pennies from heaven. Don't you know each cloud contains pennies from heaven? So let's find out. How valuable is it? Elf the Musical, as they call it, or Elf the Broadway Musical, because it's a big, splashy, old-fashioned, wonderful, full-of-heart musical. Uh, the story of Buddy the Elf, who, those of you who remember the famous, uh, the classic Will Ferrell movie, um, story of Buddy the Elf, who was a, a little, as a little baby, crawled into Santa's bag and was basically raised by the elves. And he doesn't know he's human until later on. And he travels to see his father to the big city of New York. And there he meets a wonderful woman who actually doesn't believe in Christmas very much. And um, basically ends up turning, turning the whole city over to the Christmas spirit and uh, having everyone believe in Santa once again and the joy of Christmas. Welcome back. It's Elizabeth Stewart. You just heard a little bit about the musical that's happening at the Ojai Art Center Theater. It's Elf the Musical. And and I thought I would ask the, the head elf, Buddy, to come and join us. I have Andrew Iden with me. And Andrew is, um, like you say, Buddy the Elf. And I just want to introduce him a little. Kind of an interesting guy. Uh, this is his uh, Ojai. Art Center Theater de de uh, debut uh, in 2022 was in Music Man. Um, but he's been on the stage since age of four. Uh, and we might have seen him in a couple of TV shows, notably ABC's Complete Savages. But he makes a good living as an audiobook narrator, Richard. That's really kind of something you've always liked. He's an audiobook narrator and he's read books in every genre. And I, I noticed uh, Disney's Frozen, Alpha, mm. uh, Eddie Gallagher, and The War for the Soul of the Navy Seals. So he's done a lot of work in really different genres. Um, we talked about his work as an actor. Uh, so some of the people that he's performed with, Betty White, Mel Gibson, Keith Carradine, um, received a lot of awards for his audiobook narration. Uh, he's voiced Disney titles. Uh, we're talking about Toy Story 1, 2, and 3, the Frozen Storybook Collection, Pixar Storybook Collection, and Wreck-It Ralph. And he's also the narrator for DC Legends Superman Dawnbreaker. Um, and then just to round out the whole family, his sister and cousin are also award-winning narrators. Um, they're the great-grandchildren of Newbery Award-winning Caddy Woodlawn, an author. Uh, and so this is a really interesting family. And I, I, I also think that uh, y'all to know, hi, guy, gay, hi, I hi. see gay. Gay just joined us, gay. Uh, Lane Jones is the director of Elf the Musical. We're going to talk with her, too. Um, Lisa just sent me some reviews today of the of the musical. Mm -hmm. uh, she says it's 
Um, let's see. Ojai Valley News says it's an audience. It's an audience pleaser. It's delightful musical comedy. The whole family can enjoy, etc. And many of the reviewers are saying Andrew Iden is marvelous as Buddy the Elf. His goofy <laughs> charm, his gleeful personality, his childlike naivete are endearing. Uh, his energy leads the cast, etc. Uh, let's see. American Songbook today says Andrew Iden owns this role of Buddy. That's all there is to say. <laughs> um, have you seen these reviews, Andrew? I saw. I saw the. I saw the first one. The um, the one. The Ohio Valley News <laughs> review. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see that we. There's a bunch more. Um, talks. Let's see. Talk. There's a review for Kelly Stone as Buddy's stepmother, uh, in a duet with her son Michael as an accomplished singer. Um, Buddy's love interest Joby belts out her sol solo "Never Fall in Love with an Elf." like a 40s torch song. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm reading some of the reviews uh, for, for the musical, Elf the Musical. Um, it, by the way, if you are interested in seeing the, the play, it's $25 for adults and $10 for kids. And I just, I'm going to shout out a couple of times the phone number where you can buy, uh, buy tickets. It's 805-640-8797. Uh, and you can buy tickets uh it's running through the night, sorry, the 18th of December, the 18th of December. So I want to start with um, Andrew. Yes. Andrew, uh, so I, how did you get into the role? How, I mean, how do you prepare yourself? You know, I was, I was, I was thinking about that. One of the first things that I did in our very first rehearsal, we were in the, uh, a smaller room at the, at the, uh, art center and the adults were to sit in the in the chairs and the children were to sit on the floor and I thought you know what if I'm buddy I'm sitting on the floor with all the kids and that has really kind of been a driving force for me because but he's such a he's a he's an adult child really you know I mean he's he's 30 years old but he's a, a young kid all the energy all the innocence all the sort of love and joy of it and when I did that in that first rehearsal, I could see all the kids see me and be like, ah, he's one of us. And I was like, yeah, I'm one of you. And so then I've just kind of, I've just kind of gone with that as my impulse. I think I've always had a little bit of an inner child that I keep pretty well refreshed in my life. So, so it's not a big reach for me, <laughs> but, but I think that it was probably, it was just an impulse I had, but the more I think about it, I think it was the right impulse to to go with, to just, I don't know, make allies with all the kids and just feed off of their energy. Cause there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of little kids in our show and they're all so good. And so like their, their, their energy is palpable. So I'm, I'm just feeding off of that. <laughs> it's interesting because the, the, the um, article I pulled up in the Ojai, um, the Ojai newspaper is talking about the um, the old uh, saying, never work with children or animals. And she's say, the reviewer is saying how interesting that Gay has assembled uh, this m major cast of children to perform in, in this show in Elf the Musical. Um, just a little background. So the plot line is that there's a, a publisher, important publisher, 
Walter Hobbs, he neglects his wife and son, Michael, in favor of, of his career. And um, here comes Buddy, who is, was his son, who the one that crawled into the Santa's bed. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, Walter reluctantly takes him in and offers him a job at his office. And Buddy happily trades his elf costume for a suit and tie, just like his dad. Yeah. And Buddy goes and tries to fit in the corporate world and reunite with his new family. And um, the twist of this, the modern twist is that Peta, P-E-T-A, Peta, they put a a boundary around the factory or the the corporate headquarters to stop the reindeer flying around the globe. (laughs) And Buddy, of course, has been raised by uh, Santa up to this point. And so he knows that Santa's sleigh needs to fly. And so he takes it upon himself to save this major city in the United States, uh, save Christmas and Santa for this major city. Um, and and so that's a little bit of the plot line. And, and it's based on the, the, the um, movie uh, in 2003. Um, yes, and it is a musical. Richard's giving us a sign. We got to go to quick break, and when we get back from the break, I want to introduce Gay to the program, and I want to get her take on handling what I would assume is a cast, um, uh, uh, you know, from seven to seventy um, years old, and that, what a challenge that might might be for for a director. Uh, so we're celebrating Elf the Musical at Ojai Art Center Theater. A little bit of seasonal joy. So don't turn that down. Back in a sec. the musical as they call it elf the broadway musical because it's a big splashy old-fashioned wonderful full of heart musical uh the story of buddy the elf who of those of you who remember the famous uh, the classic will farrell movie um story of buddy the elf who was a, a little as a little baby crawled into santa's bag and was basically raised by the elves and he doesn't know he's human until later on and he travels to see his father to the big city of New York and there he meets a wonderful woman who actually doesn't believe in Christmas very much and um, basically ends up turning turning the whole city over to the Christmas spirit and uh, having everyone believe in Santa once again and the joy of Christmas. Welcome back. I'm talking of you as you as you can hear. We're talking about the musical that's at the Ojai Art Center Theater, directed by Gay Gay Jones. And Gay is with us along with the star of the show, Andrew Iden. And Gay, we have had Gay on the program before. She's a fascinating woman. I just want to tell you that she taught theater uh, in California for 34 years, and upon her, her retirement. The school where she taught theater, the the theater was renamed the Gay Jones Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, she so affected the school that way. She's been on all kinds of boards um, that are, are theater related and education related. She's in the Thespian Hall of Fame, etc. She's the founder of the California Youth in Theater, for example. Um, she's uh, president or was president and now past president 
of EDTA, which is a, a theater organization in, for schools. Um, and I can't tell you, she's in all kinds of uh, honorific societies, the world's who who of women, secondary educators of America, young educators of America, et cetera, uh, educators in, in theater, stage direction, et cetera. And she's been uh, working with Ojai for quite a while. She lives in Ojai uh, and her family, super supportive of her, her directing career at Ojai Art Center Theater. And uh, here we have Gay with us to talk a little bit about Elf the Musical. What was it kind of astounding to me as I was reading all the reviews today that I could find online, everybody's loving the show, but they're, they're mentioning all the kids that are in the show. <laughs> It's so remarkable. So, Gay, what do you do? How do you manage all those kids? You know, first of all, we have a wonderful stage manager uh, and assistant <laughs> stage manager. And the assistant stage manager was is a retired um, educator who worked with second and third graders. So there's a natural, natural buy-in there. So the other thing is those, some of these students, some of them, it's the first time they've ever been on stage. And they're just excited to be there. Some of them who are like 14 years old have more credits than some of the adults do because they've been working at the Ojai Art Center Theater um, with the youth productions and also the full the full theater productions for probably at least six years since they were like tiny kids. So they've grown up in the theater. And often I will have a little six-year-old uh, who will say, this is the cue we should do this. And I'm going, well, that's exactly right. Because <laughs> we have these kids that have it better memorized than the adults do. So I think the kid wrangling to us, we have also wonderful parent support who takes, who's in the green room, which is their place to hang out. They have each have, has a little cubby with their stuff on it and, and they can put whatever there, but they want to try to be quiet <laughs> as best they can. But we have parent support as well. So it's parent support, but it's also parent support in buy-in that they understand these kids. Some of these kids are like seven years old and this the night plays run until 10 and their bedtime yeah. is nine. And so the parents understand that these kids are, you know, are doing this because they really love it. And like Andrew said, those kids turn on when they're on stage and they're just wonderful. Some of them may have one line and that one line is memorable to the audience the way they yeah. do it. So I'm a big supporter of, of theater for youth, obviously. I also directed other youth places and other uh, schools as well. But uh, this intergenerational to me is is a lifeline for continuity. These kids look up to, like Andrew said, he's one of the kids, but they look up to him as a role model. And they look up to what we established also on stage, which is really a kind of interesting family stage units. Yeah. So every time they're in a group scene, like crossing across the New York City or crossing into the um, Rockefeller Center, they have a parent who's with a kid and they've established this kind of unit that they feel bonded. And so they I think there's a buy in there as well. That there's not only the performance element, but it's the empathy element, and it's also the collaboration element. So, how do we do it? I don't know. <laughs> but so, we do so I'm not completely understanding. Okay, so you've got you're saying it's it's a family unit. So is it is it part of the script? No. That this, this is a family unit that's crossing the stage, or what is it that you're? 
what it came from was Buddy's on a search for his family, and he finds his family. And his family, his first of all, his dad doesn't acknowledge him. And his mother is going, mm, no, I don't want to be a stepmommy. So I thought, let's base all of this ensemble work and all of these. You know, when you have groups that walk across the stage for whatever to to put money in the Salvation Army ladies bucket, instead of just traveling across the stage without a connection, say a, a, one of the adults may have a kid that will always be her, his or her stage kid. And they're together and they go shopping at Macy's or whatever. So it's based on family because this that's the premise of this entire show, I think, is finding the yeah. family, creating the family you want, uh, whether it's natural or not. And and like they say, it, Christmas is getting families together and maybe it's fighting with families, but it's also yeah. it's a chance for everyone to be Santa Claus at the end because it's that's what it's about. It's family. So. I hope that made it a little bit clearer. It's basically okay. staging technique. Makes sense. So you're taking the, the premise of the show, which is finding family or creating the family that you desire, and you're building that into the actual stage direction. Right. So it's you know completely visually reinforced. Exactly. And what's so interesting, though, is um, Kelly Stone, one of your actors, she plays Buddy's stepmother, Emily Hobbs. And... Um, but I find it so interesting that she is uh, a little bit like you, Gay. She's 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 an educator. Um, her principal job is her main job is being principal of yeah. Matillaha Middle School, and uh, she hasn't been in a show since her senior year in high school in the eighties. So now she's coming back to the stage after forty years, and uh, she's 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 modeling this uh, performance for her three adult children. So she wants to show people that we don't have to abandon the things we love as children. Um, and she was encouraged to get back into performance uh, by Joan Kemper, mm -hmm. uh, who she met in Ohio in, in 2018. And what's really ironic about this is that she's got some of her students, Matilla middle school students that are on stage with her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she, she tells an interesting story. The second week of rehearsal, the students came up to her and said, look, since we're colleagues on stage together, shall we call you by your first name? You know, she's the principal of a school. Okay. Right. Uh, and then uh, she, apparently Miss, Mrs. Stone said, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're all on stage together. And then they said, no, no, we can't. We can't wrap our heads around that. Uh, but there she is, you know, on stage with her own students. I find that fascinating, Gay. Mm -hmm. I think it, Kelly blew us away at auditions because she was a vocal major at UCLA for the first two years when she was in college. And then she switched to education. But hmm, thank goodness she did for the kids. But like she said, uh, she has this voice that is incredible. And I think Andrew will attest to that. But Absolutely. she also has an ability to to hit, set the bars high for these kids. Because some of these kids, working with junior high kids and middle school kids, they're just trying to find out who they are in life. But right now she will come in because she knows the vocal technique and she will come in and really work with particularly Michael, yes. uh, the character Michael, who is Walter and Emily's son and becomes Buddy's stepbrother. She will work with them on particularly hitting a note 
And that's another whole kind of teaching, I think. <clears throat> so Kelly's a, kind of remarkable in that sense. We also have a lot of other educators and a lot of other people who have been in many, many shows and really love being with those kids. So I, I find it fortunate that we have adults who want to work with kids because some have said to me, I, I said, do you want to audition? He said, I don't work with kids. And I said, well, okay, <laughs> moving on. And yeah. so I find it really charming and remarkable for them. Uh, you know, Andrew, do you have any stories about how the, uh, I'm interested to know, because Gay is saying that kids, you know, you you portray yourself as being one of the kids, but they can't help but know that you're a seasoned performer, been in in stage and and audio work, you know, as a star for a long time. So they have to know that. I wonder if they have, if you've got any stories, what do they say to you? What, how do you, you know, uh, we were talking about Mrs. Stone as a principal of a school. She yeah. sets that bar high as an educator and she also does so as a performer. So I'm wanting to know how, what, what do the kids think of you? And can you tell us any stories? <laughs> I mean, I had, I had one of the kids, we were, we were moving through a different event that was happening. And so we needed to escort the kids from one, from one section to another section. And while we were walking, this was sort of early on, but one of the little girls looks up at me and she goes, I think you were born to play buddy. And I was <laughs> like, she, like <laughs> it hurts. It's so good. Um, there's, there's, I think I, I try to help with the kids. There's like the, the one of the kids who plays uh, Michael, he can be a little squirrely sometimes. And what I told him was, I said, you know, you got to realize that it's, there's a lot of moving parts here. There's a lot of moving parts here and there's a lot of people and there's stress, you know, we're trying to put this show together at the last second. And so like, you got to know that if you, uh, if you put yourself out there too much, you might be the reason you might be the, the easy, outlet for frustrations so like take care of yourself and like be you know be careful it's good to have fun but you gotta like make sure that everybody's having a good time and he i think he really he heard it because i wasn't like hey shut up you know i wasn't just yelling <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was telling him like i understand the, the the energy and the want to play and have fun because that's what we're doing this for ultimately uh -huh. but but also let's let's like you know Let's be careful that that let's take care of ourselves and let's take care of each other. And it's it's so amazing. I mean, what you said really resonates this time of year. You know, you can have in a family that one person that is the outlet for the family frustration yeah. in general. You know, this is a this prime time of year for that. It's really interesting that you said that and that he got it. Yeah, you know, he understood. Young man got it. Uh, Richard's giving us a sign. We got to go to quick. I'd love to hear some more kids' stories, um, <laughs> if you've got any, and how they how they're reacting, and what they say, and how they perform. Love to hear that. Uh, Gay, how many kids are in the show? We have about fifteen. Yeah, yeah that's a lot. I cast yeah. a thirty-five. It's just yeah. it's a percentage, high percentage. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic, Richard. Let's go to quick break. Uh, just a quick reintroduction. I'm speaking with the director and the star of Elf the Musical. That's at Ojai Art Center Theater. And uh, by the way, Ojai Art Center is one of the, if not the oldest, it's the longest running multiple arts platform venue in California. Right. 
that's been operational since 1939. It has eight branches for eight art disciplines. And we're speaking with Gay, who's the director of this particular show, but also very active in the theater branch of the Ojai Art Center. So you can buy tickets by calling 805-640-8797, 25 for adults and $10 for kids. So let's go to a quick break and we get back. I want to hear a couple more, more kids stories. There's 15 <laughs> kids in the cast. <laughs> amazing, amazing okay. job. Okay. Don't turn that down back in a minute. the musical, as they call it, or Elf the Broadway musical, because it's a big, splashy, old-fashioned, wonderful, full-of-heart musical. Uh, the story of Buddy the Elf, who, those of you who remember the famous, uh, the classic Will Ferrell movie, um, story of Buddy the Elf, who was a, a little, as a little baby, crawled into Santa's bag, and was basically raised by the elves. And he doesn't know he's human until later on and he travels to see his father to the big city of New York and there he meets a wonderful woman who actually doesn't believe in Christmas very much and um, basically ends up turning turning the whole city over to the Christmas spirit and uh, having everyone believe in Santa once again and the joy of Christmas. So I'm just celebrating today Elf the Musical at Ojai Art Center Theater uh, running through December 18th. And um, if you are interested in tickets, it's 805-640-8797, but they are sold out for matinees. I'm just learning. Friday and Saturday nights, tickets are available, but matinees are sold out. And that's kind of really cool when you think about it, because if there's only 122 seats in the theater. Go ahead, Gay. You're about to say something. Well, I was going to say we also have on our ticket and website that we're connecting can, uh, collecting canned goods for the help of Ojai, which is the community assistance program. Right across the street from us, they have a, a, a building and a program. And people have brought in lots and lots of canned goods. We had the sons and daughters of navies, Navy employees and also federal employees that are all based in Port Wyneme, and they brought an entire busload of like 15 kids, and they brought in probably about four or five big boxes of canned goods to donate. So that's part of the outreach as well. So we're giving to the community. So I think that's really kind of important. Very cool. And, you know, we're talking about, uh, I just want to uh, bring us back to this family issue. Mm -hmm. um, Andrew said something that really resonated with me. He said that, um, you know, there, there's, uh, he's, he's been modeling this idea that when you have a, something that's a, a, an intense kind of production, uh, like a stage show or like a Christmas dinner or anything like this, where there's some stress involved, but it's good stress. Sometimes there's one person that can set off this sort of as an outlet for frustration. And we were talking about that. And then over break, Gay mentioned, not only is there a connection between her and Andrew, 
but that in some cases, entire families, she mentioned somebody's mom's doing the follow spot, dad's doing a performance and the kids are in that. So the entire family is in the production. And I want to hear more about that. Andrew, tell us a little bit about the the connection between your family and gay. (laughs) Well, so, yes. So my mom was a drama teacher um, throughout my life. She was my drama teacher in high school, actually. And her and gay used to work together all the time for DTASC, for the Mm -hmm. Drama Teachers Association of Southern California, and the festivals that would put on. And they were close Close associates throughout all of that. So I knew of Gay Jones long before I even met Gay Jones um, because my mom and her worked together for so long. And I, and Gay, I think, heard heard about me, some of my antics. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> How cool. And oh, so Gay, now tell me about the, the, the families that are, that are performing. Um, like you mentioned, the one family whose mother's doing the follow spot and the dad is paying fake Santa, like I mentioned, that... Andrew gets to beat up is comically beat up because he he says you you don't you're not the real Santa at Macy's and then yeah, was- two kids, um, one of whom gets to sit on Santa's lap and tell him what he wants. So the real real child in life is sitting on his parents' dad's lap, and then another kid is playing the elf who reveals to everybody, including Buddy, that he's human. And that just sets him off, okay? So that's one family. The other family we have has five five children and youth. A youngest is six, and the oldest is 15. And I did a casting, maybe a question for some people. We have a 15-year-old playing Santa, and he's mm-hmm. tall, and he's thin, and he's not the original, he's not the, pudgy Santa that you think of, and he's not the old man. And I, and somebody said to me, I, I questioned the casting. I said, just let him play it. Just let him be it. Because it's intergenerational. You know, you can have a 15-year-old Santa and Mrs. Claus happens to be 70. Nothing's wrong with that. Uh, but uh, so we had the one family whose kids have been in the, have been in theater and been in children's opera for probably about four or five years. And they, their parents are supportive. The kids love it. They come in, they take care of each other. They're very, very polite, et cetera. So I think that's it. Go ahead, Andrew. They're a great, that family in particular is a, is a phenomenal addition to the culture of the cast, I think also, because they're, they're really positive, really open guys. They all work really hard and they're all, they're just all great people. I, I really like them. I think I'm going to be friends with them. They are. They're, they're really great people. The other one is, and I'm going to tell you, we also have a number of students who, who have individual educational programs, I, IEPs, and who are on the spectrum. But we have we bring them in and we still have expectations for them. And the one I'm thinking of is a high school student and he comes in and he probably has three lines. But the way he says those lines, Yes, the audience gets it and the audience is laughs and the guy, the student really likes it when the audience laughs. So and he has brother. He has a brother that also plays one of the Michaels. We double cast Michaels and maybe that's controversial because it, it does change the energy. But I don't know about you. Every cast I've ever been in when I've only had one student playing one role, something's happened to that one student. So I have two Michaels and one is different, totally different from the other. 
and it certainly changes the energy, but it also keeps the actors on their toes because they never quite know what the energy is going to be with the Michaels. So anyway, um, other families, I think that's probably about it, isn't it? That's so cool. Yeah. You know, and we're going to go to quick break. When we get back from the break. I want to talk a little bit about Andrew and his career. I mean, I think uh, this is fascinating. This audio book and and the, and the stage and TV and all the things that he's done and the people he's performed with. Uh, I, 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 I want to talk a little bit about that at the end, at the a little end of the show. Hey, Richard, we, do we have one more break after this? Okay, so let's go to quick break and we're just celebrating Elf the Musical at Ojai Art Center Theater. We have learned that the, the matinee are all sold out. However, Friday nights and Saturday nights are still available. You can call 805-640-8797 for tickets. Um, and there are still tickets available. It's going to run through December 18th. Fridays and Saturday nights tickets are still available. Don't turn that down back in a second with Gay Jones and Andrew Iden. the musical, as they call it, Elf the Broadway musical, because it's a big, splashy, old-fashioned, wonderful, full of heart musical. Uh, the story of Buddy the Elf, who, those of you who remember the famous, uh, the classic Will Ferrell movie, um, story of Buddy the Elf, who was a, a little, as a little baby, crawled into Santa's bag and was basically raised by the elves. And he doesn't know he's human until later on and he travels to see his father to the big city of New York and there he meets a wonderful woman who actually doesn't believe in Christmas very much and um, basically ends up turning turning the whole city over to the Christmas spirit and uh, having everyone believe in Santa once again and the joy of Christmas. Well welcome back that was a little bit of an explanation of what Elf the Musical is all about. It's running at the Ojai Art Center Theater through December 18th. Tickets 805-640-8797. Um, I'm understanding matinees sold out, but Friday and Saturday nights are still available. Andrew Iden is with us. He's the star of the performance and he plays Buddy the Elf. But I also am reading uh, that this he made his debut at Ojai in 2022 with The Music Man. However, he's been an actor since the age of four. Uh, he's been in many television shows, notably ABC's Complete Savages. Um, and we talked a little bit about his audiobook narration. Um, he's voiced several Disney titles, Toy Story 1, 2, and 3, Frozen Storybook Collection, Pixar Storybook Collection, and Wreck-It Ralph as well as being narrator for DC legend Superman, Dawnbreaker. Um, so this is a career, and I'm fascinated. You know, Richard and I, we've been doing this show together 15 years every Friday, and Richard comes from a background of, of uh, radio theater, and he also has done a lot of audiobook narration for the blind. So this is really interesting to us on this program. Andrew, tell us a little bit about your career. 
Uh, yeah, so I've been, I think I did my first one in 2012. So 2022 actually marks me 10 years doing it. Um, it's, it's something that I got into because my, my sister, who's a big VO actress, Emily, I didn't look her up. She's, uh, she started doing audiobooks before. And then, uh, she invited these producers to her wedding and I was the MC for her wedding reception. And so then I basically entertained these voice producers for four hours on a microphone and they came up to me and they said, Hey, you know, you got a certain sound that we like and you seem kind of like your energy's nice. Uh, why don't you come and audition for us? And so then I went and I recorded a sample for them and then, and then they just like, they started putting me out there and people liked what I did. I think, you know, my family has a history of, uh, of authorship, you know, Gay mentioned my mother is a playwright. Um, my great grandmother was, uh, Carol Ryrie Brink who wrote a Caddy Woodlawn, which was an old kind of little house on a prairie kind of book. But, um, so there's a lot of like that writing creative spirit is in my family. So I think, the the acting vibe plus sort of a mind of a, a literature vibe helps make for pretty good audiobook narration i think and so i started to do pretty well with it and to the point where i was able to like quit my other job and only do this and um it's not it's not bad to be an actor for a living basically um but yeah i think my my resume in acting helps because I because I have a couple of TV shows. My first one was actually Disney's Movie Surfers, <laughs> and Complete Savages was on ABC, which is owned by Disney. Uh -huh. So I I actually have to give a lot of my credit for everything <laughs> to I passed the mouse's you know quality <laughs> inspection, and so now I've most of my best things have come from Disney. Um, but yeah, Frozen. There's also. 365 frozen stories and they're just little short stories yeah. so that you can read one every single day to your children or have Andrew Iden read you one. <laughs> uh, it's fun. You know, it's a, it's, it's a very fulfilling uh, career to have because I read probably at least two books a, a week. Cause that's, that's an, and I just, I'm actually standing in front of my, I'm sitting in front of my studio that I built inside my house. Um, and that's all I do all day is I sit in this little cave over here and I read books all day long. Um, and then I go at night and I play buddy. But it's you know, nice. I, I, I want to know. So Richard, you know, maybe you know the answer to this and, and maybe. Um, so I did an audio book once um, for the blind and I was in the booth and recording uh -huh. and I was making mistakes. So I'd skip a, a, a word. They'd yeah. have to stop me. We'd go back. I'd, you know, and it was, it was like, okay, is there a way to edit that isn't well, stop and yeah, start? Much, yes. It's much easier. It's much easier if it's not uh read real to real. You were talking <laughs> earlier about real to real. Um well, yeah, we just I use I use Pro Tools, and so I just I, it is start and stop. There's other things that sometimes they do roll record where they just say you just keep going and we'll fix it afterwards. Uh huh. Um, but it depends on who you're working for. Well, Most people prefer it's a cleaner it's a cleaner presentation if you if you do punch recording. So you 
if you say the wrong word and you know you said the wrong word, then then stop the recording. Go back to before you said it and then start and say it right. So that then what they get is is a pretty clean, you know, then they only have to clean up all your little stops and maybe. I want to go to quick break now, but Richard, I want you to um, weigh in on this. I think this is fascinating, the, the process of it. Uh, you know, I I'm such a big fan of audiobooks. I I I have a, a a lake house on Lake Arrowhead, so it's about four or five hours away, and always put in an audiobook on the way there. And I always wondered about how who does them. I try to picture the person's face. Usually, there's a little tiny thumbnail on the back, you know, saying, "Okay, yeah, this is yeah. you know so so and so that does them." Uh, but how they're produced is also fascinating. And I also want to know, Andrew, um, do they do let's say there's a sound, you know, maybe there's, I'm thinking it's a, it's a, it's a Western tale and maybe there's sound of horses. Maybe there's, you know, are there ever, is there ever sound in the books you do like that? That's what I'm interested. We have a short break and then let's talk about that. I'm, I'm fascinated to know how that happens. Don't turn that down. Back in a minute. I'm speaking with Andrew Iden. We're getting into Andrew's career a little bit, but the reason for this conversation is that Andrew is the star of Elf the Musical, he plays Buddy the Elf. Tickets are available at Ojai Art Center Theater. Uh, it runs through December 18th. Matinees are sold out, but you can still get tickets for Friday and Saturday nights. 805-640-8797. Don't turn that down. We're back in a minute. Fascinating what Andrew does. He's an audiobook reader. Who knew? Don't turn <laughs> that down. the musical as I call it elf the Broadway musical because it's a big splashy old-fashioned wonderful full of heart musical uh, the story of buddy the elf who of those of you who remember the famous uh, the classic will Farrell movie um, story of buddy the elf who was a, a little as a little baby crawled into Santa's bag and was basically raised by the elves and he doesn't know he's human until later on and he travels to see his father to the big city of New York and there he meets a wonderful woman who actually doesn't believe in Christmas very much and um, basically ends up turning turning the whole city over to the Christmas spirit and uh, having everyone believe in Santa once again and the joy of Christmas. Welcome back. It's Elizabeth Stewart. We're talking about Elf the Musical that's happening at Ojai Art Center Theater. And um, the star of the show is Andrew Iden, who is uh, apparently the the reviews are out in uh, American Songbook Today says Andrew Iden owns the role of Buddy. That's, his, that, that's all there is to say. But I'm learning also that Andrew has a fascinating career. I think fascinating. I think Richard and I've talked about this on and off for 15 years. The audiobook reader. Uh, and I was, you know, thinking, well, how do you incorporate, how do you incorporate mistakes? And now I know that Andrew, if he m- makes a mistake, he pretty much either edits himself or has the the, the employer uh, will edit. But I also want to know about sound effects. Do you do any sound effects in your book, Andrew? Um, I don't do any sound effects, but that doesn't mean that if I send it to the the employer that my client. The one thing about sound effects, it's actually kind of a big discussion within the audiobook community and i think 
what it comes down to is at at what level do you want to activate the imagination of the listener which is which is because there's also it's just me reading the book which means i'm all the characters i'm the mom i'm the girlfriend i'm the son i'm the father i'm all of those characters and if then we're going to start adding and, and but i activate your imagination through just the way in which i tell you the story if we start adding in other environments into the experience so that now you hear the horses clopping on the you know cobblestone or you hear the doorbell ringing then then now there comes an exception i mean an, an expectation from the listener that the the that the the life, the environment lives inside the book instead of inside their head. Ah. And so I think there's a way you can balance it. If you, if you, if you do it with a careful balance, then you can add sound effects, but it is something that not everybody has that balance correctly. So that then it ends up with sort of a, a weird duality in the listening experience. Um, but it's, but there's no hard answer to it because because also maybe it's fun. Maybe you can maybe you can make the whole thing come alive on the, you know, in the audio. You know, I how think much that's... are you willing to spend? How much time are you willing to spend putting it together? How much money are you willing to spend putting it together? That's those are the other right, right. things. Well, I guess and one other quick shout out: Ojai Art Center Theater performance Elf the Musical runs through December the 18th. Tickets, guys, 805-640-87. 97 or you look it up look up ohio art center theater you can buy your tickets online friday and saturday nights up till december 18th available mandates are sold out i've been speaking with andrew Iden and gay lang jones thank you so much both yeah, of you for you. being with us of course